good afternoon, Mrs. Wu. Well, good afternoon to you too, Kim. You're looking mighty fine this Sunday afternoon. Apparently it's 30 degrees outside. Apparently it is. And you know what else is missing? Apart from coldness? 500 children. 500 children. For the very first time in a very long time, the Wurgenberry podcast is not going to be interrupted. No. We are child-free. No knives. <laughs> no fights. No rumbling. No, you know, is there anything to eat? No I'm hungry. ordering pizza while I'm trying to concentrate. Welcome to the Wurgenberry podcast. This week we're the premier podcast for the slightly overweight, sleeveless-wearing ladies. That's us, this old uh, leg of ham. I um, think we'll just jump right in there and say... Let's start on fashion. Let's No, let's start on the fact that why, if you are slightly overweight... Yes. Like I am. And myself. Why are we shunned into wearing t-shirts? Why can't we wear singlet tops? Now, I'm comfortable in getting my fadubitas out. I are couldn't, you? Yep, I couldn't give a shit. And it happened a few uh, years ago when I was suffering through the heat stroke <laughs> of 2012 and I'm seeing all my slim sisters getting around in singlet tops and then I thought it's not worth it like this pain isn't worth it so I've gotten them out but if you check out the guns you have guns now they have guns you don't even have the you don't you don't even have fedubitas any like oh well not even anymore look but at like, that okay well, I've been doing a lot of boxing, which has been helping with my... Um, been doing a lot of boxing. My stress relief and my tension and making me not want to kill people as much, which mm. has been really helpful. Well, but speaking helpful. of fashion, Kim, what are your thoughts on the fashions at the moment? Because you're such an expert. <laughs> people turn to me for my fashion <laughs> advice. And what? say, what, you people. know, this season's ins and outs and, you know, what colours are on, you know, are on season and, and what should I on be avoiding? On fleek. On fleek. What is with shirts with holes in the shoulders? Um, I think they're for people who are probably not comfortable wearing singlet tops but want to get the benefit of a bit of air conditioning on it's their person. Just, no. They look stupid. Do they? They look really stupid. Oh. And it also, it's also something that's really like for it's a generational thing like you expect to see a 40 something year old woman with a shirt with a hole in the in the in the shoulder okay so i think we all you regular listeners would know right now that i'm a little bit more accepting of things um whereas kim's a little bit more judgmental what do you think that stems from kimberly because <laughs> from my cold dead heart and the fact that you don't ever wear a singlet top no that's going to change this summer Mm, um, tell the punters what your um, man love said to you when you told him what you thought about your arms. Yes, so there was a photo taken of us yesterday and I went, <gasps> God, look at the legs of ham. And he went, don't you dare. And He's I just went, good boy. Oh, oh. And he goes, you are, every single, every single inch of you is beautiful. Do not. Uh, okay, so he can say that about you, but why can't you say that about yourself? Oh, because I've hated my arms since about 1985. Yeah. Was there a particular... They're just... They're just unsightly. That's bullshit, mate. It's <laughs> bullshit. Like, honestly, if you walk tall and swing those arms, and what were those for doobaders? People would not even notice, but if, you, if you're scrunched down, you're sweating, and you're a sweater. I am a sweater. You know, the mm. heat does get to you. Yeah, it does. So why aren't you just getting them out there? And they're not even that fat, Kim. I just, it just, I'm so self-conscious. And do you know, do you remember that Seinfeld episode of the of the woman that walked, like, didn't move her arms when she walked? That's no. what I would become, because I'd be so nervous about, and also I'm a sweater, then I get big sweat, oh God, it's just, it, okay, actually, so if you're I'm getting hot right now If you're listening to this at home... And you're packing a bit of fudge up the top of your arms. You haven't got Michelle Obama arms. I tell you, get those arms out this summer. There is no need. And if people oh are going to judge boy. you, punch them in the neck. Okay. Karate chop them in All the right. neck. Maybe I need to report back at the next potty as well. Well, I'm going to give you, I will give you a challenge between now and two weeks' time. Because I'm not here this next week because no. I'm in Bali with my fadubitas out. <laughs> But I want to see some photos on Instagram with you. Oh, God. With your arms out. Oh, oh my God. Is that going to be so hard? Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> What's your story with cargo shorts? Oh, my. Okay. Now, you know Jesus sandals that men wear, those hideous Velcro sandals. Yeah, I don't know anyone who wears them. So. Well, that means you are made, you know, you're made of good stuff and you've been Thank raised you. right. 
and you move in the right circles because the minute oh, I'm pretty sure that's not correct because the minute men are walking around in those is the minute they have given up on life really yeah it's like crocs every single time that per- that man gets sex he should thank the lord because it's just a goddamn miracle really yeah it's and a deal breaker have- for you oh yeah and cargo shorts are like barely a notch up from that. Well, the thing I, I think about cargo shorts is I don't want to add fabric and volume to the places that I need to distract it from, which is the <laughs> upper thigh area. Um, yes, we want to subtract, not add. Yeah. But if you like, what, like wearing them, wear them. But just don't wear them with Jesus sandals near him. Yeah. <laughs> With a, with a shirt with holes in the shoulders. And she will God, come. I'm nasty, oh, aren't no, I? I'm quite, it's all right. I'm because, quite snarky today, yeah, aren't I? Yeah, perimenopausal love and it's quite yeah, hot outside. True. Apparently tomorrow's my peak fertility day. Oh. Look out, Rob. Oh, Jesus. Wouldn't <laughs> that be a treat? Oh, baby at 43, can you imagine? Oh, do you know Janet Jackson is having one and she's 50? <gasps> she is not. No judgment. I'm really, really trying to be non-judgmental, but yeah. it's. Oh, I'll be judgmental. She's 50. <sighs> And so I'm trying to work out in my head when her baby is 10, she'll be 60. When it's 20, she'll be 70. She'll be the age of our, she'll be the age of our mum, like our, well, maybe your mum's younger, but she'll be the age of my mum when her kid is 20. Yeah. I wouldn't, couldn't. I mean, I, I Look, could think I am, of worse I am now at that point. I am now at that point in my life where um, I see a little baby and I go, oh, little baby. But I see a pregnant woman and I go, oh, never mind. Oh, but the babies. But the babies. Oh, my God. I was up the shops the other day, and there's this lady with this six-week-old baby. And, like, my whole family run when they see a baby because they know I'm going to go up to it. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to it and tell the mum what she's doing a great job. But, yeah, babies. Babies. Because then they grow up and be little bastards. Yeah. Then you, then you got the, you know, and I went to a, um, I went to a, a very dear family friend's 70th last weekend in Barrel. Had the best lunch. Where you know, did you go? You know Where did you, you eat? Uh, at an Italian restaurant called um, Osteria Cucina, maybe something along those lines in Barrel. Mm-hmm. And you know when you go to those things and you don't actually know that many people, and, and 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 it's quite exhausting, even for us extroverts who are happy to talk to the world. Yeah. But you know, it was all redeemed because the way the tables were set up ended up that the table I was on, I, it was literally mum, myself, and the son of the, the uh, family friend yeah. and, and his little girl who was just adorable. And, like, mum doesn't eat anything. So all these entrees came out and they just did a staggered entree and oh, there was just... I love like, that. Like, like there, was a, there was a caponata thing and there was... Was there oh a my scallop? God. There was no scallop. Oh. But that's okay. So anyway, this guy, Nick, hi, Nick. As if he listens, uh, he was. He uh, does listen. He gave us the negative, the negative um, review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you've missed out on our production meeting uh, live on Facebook, I discovered during the week that people have been leaving really beautiful um, reviews about this podcast, and mm-hmm. then one bastard left a nasty one. Asshole. We don't. Anyway, care. back to eating. Yes, and um, the food was just exquisite. And so basically, Nick and I got like all of these entrees that the other end of the table that had five people sitting at it, they had to share and we just had result. Yeah. It was so good. Was there a, um, couldn't really drink though. Cause I was just driving. Driver. Was there a risotto? I had the <gasps> Telegio risotto. Oh, so it was, and look, I'm hot only, wet rice. No one in my rice. family eats it, but no one in my family eats I it. Know, I don't get it. I never make it at home because no one eats it. Yeah. So I actually had the hot wet rice oh, and it delicious. was, oh gosh, it was good. I do love the hot wet rice. Yes. Hey, before we move on from fashion, can yes. I just mention, you know, the current trend of sandals that have lots of leather going across yes. them, like strapped hams, strapped hams. I'm not happy about them either. Okay. If you do not have pencil thin legs and legs that go for miles, you put those babies on your feet and. Well, what what shoes are you wearing today? I've got my silver rocket shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm wearing a nice pair of nada. Nada. Nothing. Oh, nothing. I'm well, I, well, I actually am nothing now. I'm barefoot in the park. Let me tell you. Yeah. So anyway, okay, that's my snark. My that's fashion a snark nasty for the week. Snark, and I say, if it feels good, wear it. <clears throat> Yeah. Unless you're near Kim. Okay. <laughs> on the list. Okay. I'm going to just. Let's go there. I'm just going to suggest that if you read the Woogs World blog, which I'm hoping that you do, 
Um, 45,000 people can't be wrong, Kim. 45,000 people. I know. I didn't, I didn't quite realise I was mixing with someone oh, so I know. Uh, I, well, I didn't even know it. And then someone asked me for my numbers the other day and I just I went into Google Analytics for the first time in 10 years and I almost fell over. Anyway, um, where was I going with that? I'll just do the humble brag. Yeah, that, yeah, that was very humble. Um, the, uh, were, we, were we doing this? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, I was sent some information about a local private school who has put on their school camp. Apparently the school all goes on school camp the same week. And they've put it on the time that Justin Bieber is touring Sydney, is, is performing in Sydney, and a lot of the mums and dads have bought tickets for their kids or the kids have bought their tickets themselves, whatever. Mm. They range from $100 up to $1,000. And there really? are some people who've bought the $1,000 tickets. So they were issued an email yesterday saying... That if you have a ticket, you are expected not to go to the Justin Bieber concert. Like, like artists decide here. Like, when you think back to our age, like, you know, NXS, Nick Kershaw, yeah, yeah. um, Rick um, Astley. Duran Duran. You know, you would do whatever you could. So, anyway, I've, I've, um, I've written this post and it's gone quite viral on Facebook. And... During our production meeting, my neighbour yelled over the back and said, Yes. My girls go to that school and we have tickets to that concert and we don't know what we're going to do. This has divided my community, this subject, because I've got half of the people saying, like, suck it up, princesses, school camp comes first. Right. And then half of them saying, why are you dictating what and yeah, we can what you can do? do. Yeah. What, yeah. what camp are you in? Uh, I'm in the camp of telling the school to fuck itself and I'm taking my kid to the concert. I'm in that camp too. Like, get over yourselves. Well, the argument is that apparently, according to my neighbour, um, this has been booked in. They book it in every year. Yeah, yeah. Time, but they hadn't released the dates. Yeah, so... And then Justin Bieber, who I cannot stand. No. I would run him over. Oh, really? No, I wouldn't run him over. He would wear Jesus sandals, though. He would not. He'd wear cargo pants. Yes, he does. Okay. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I just don't think... He also wear, sometimes wears nothing, and that's totally okay. Oh, God. Him. <laughs> this is way to lose my cup of tea. But what I'm saying is that I, I went to a boarding school from the age of 12 to 18, and my parents used to have to put in um, a request form... Um, to see me two weeks in advance prior, which then needed to be, like, declined or accepted. That is just... Um, things aren't that bad now. Like, it's a lot more flexible now. But, you know, the argument, like, there's a lot of people who say you need to go to school camp and suck it up, princess. And But then I think back to when I was a kid... Do they go on school camp every year? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like... Does Justin Bieber come out here every year? Oh, I think so. he probably does. No, he doesn't. But the fact is that they all bought these tickets before hmm. school camp dates were announced. Thoughts. Exactly. Thoughts. Yep. I am... I am Just going yeah. to have a quick wee. Oh, a quick wee. Think about that. Think about that. And uh, we shall be right back. And welcome back to Berry, the premier podcast for the slightly overweight, sleeveless-wearing ladies. Yes, that challenge has been set. And accepted. Yes. Give accepted. us a quick Rob update, please, Kim. <sighs> and a quick one. Yes. So uh, this weekend, uh, yesterday I had a family gathering for Jasper's upcoming 11th birthday. And for those who don't know, Kim has four boys. I have four boys and Jasper is number three. And uh, Rob came along. Rob, for those who haven't listened before, is <laughs> shut up, Kim's um, <laughs> newishy boyfriend. Yes, yes. After the family alignment, the family realignment, uh, which was a couple of years ago now, wasn't it? Two years. Two years. We've had the two-year anniversary in between last potty and this one. And the divorce is done and dusted. Ah, uh, no, <laughs> because. While uh, the ex was driving that process and uh, it was all happening on the 4th of October and in the afternoon I hadn't heard anything, so I sent him a text saying, so are we divorced yet? And he sent one back going, 
No, it's been postponed till November. I didn't have the right paperwork. God, he's useless. <laughs> so anyway, so Rob came over. Um, so Rob uh, came over yesterday and I had all the family there. And by all the family, I mean all of my ex's family. So mm-hmm. his mum and dad, his sister, her family, his brother, his partner, my brother, his family, mum. And it was just lovely. lovely. And they loved him. And we arrived, we, we stayed, we, you know, we'd stayed at his place Friday night. We came home yesterday morning and he was just like, right, what do we need to do? Stop tapping. I'm, I'm tapping, sorry. And he said, uh, and he's like, right, what do we need to do? And I'm like, who are you and where did you come from? And he did things like I'd just turn around and he would be voluntarily, without prompting, doing some washing up. Yeah. At one point he was sweeping. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. That's gosh. a foreign situation. I'm like, oh my god. And then Grover was in fine flight. And that was all, you know, sort of territorial and. Yeah, and, I know. get that. I get that. And though. we, you know, and. He, Rob just handled it all with just such grace and, you know. And he's a grown-up. He's a grown-up. And he's just like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm I'm walking into the household of a fully functioning household. Like, why am I going to try and throw my weight around or try and be authoritative or I'm just, you know, I'm just going to be me. And I'm like, can you just stop? <laughs> like, as I said, it's a foreign situation for you, yeah, Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, really good. So yeah, you and Rob are humming along nicely. I'm along. yet to meet him. I'm yet to meet I him. I know. We I think to... I'm last on the list. We should you get him in for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not last on the list. Who is last on the list? Uh, there isn't a last on the list. Scunter. It's just sort of... <laughs> no, uh, Scunter and his partner will be meeting Rob because I am taking Rob to Oscar's Year 12 formal. Oh, gorgeous. And I'm taking Felix. And which is my number two son. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's my ex and his partner and me and Rob and Oscar and Felix. That's going to be a great night. And Felix is like, oh, that's going to be awkward. No, it's not. It's not. Put it out there, Felix, and it'll be awkward. It's going to be lovely. What are you going to wear? I know, right. And so this is, this feeds in beautifully to this. Okay. We're taking another post-it off Big Bertha because it says here, Scales going in the wrong direction, but food. Yes. So I have put two kilos back on. Oh, two kilos? That's just a big shit. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I can tell because I'm at that point. You know how at certain different points when you're losing weight, certain things become really noticeable. So the top the top tummy goes down when I'm at a certain weight. Yeah. Like, and it's literally a kilo difference. And yeah. So I'll know. I'll yeah. just go, oh. Your pants get a bit tighter. Well, not no. Like, I just know this sits further out. And this, the chin. Well, they can't see because I'm on the radio. Like. I know. I'm, I'm pointing at parts of my body. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so I need to really get back on the bandwagon that I was on earlier in the year when I lost 15Ks mm-hmm. because I want to I want to go to this formal looking quite hot. You know it's not your formal, don't you? Oh, t- no, it's my formal. <laughs> it's totally my formal. It's, say... char- it's my first child finishing school. Did you school. say, um, and you wouldn't because you don't read my blog. I do. I'm just sporadic. I'm really bad, people. Um, I like. I'll read I like twenty posts in one I shared twenty-seven dresses on my blog this week. Blog readers sent in themselves. In no, their no, form. I did see that. Was it hilarious? <laughs> the spiral purse. The, the taffeta. The, the water wave taffeta. Yeah. In the peacock blue with the drop waist. I just think these girls are baby's breath. Oh, wrong. Baby's and someone breath. had a halo with baby's breath. I was with a Side myself. Oh, no, I love that. What was your so year twelve much. formal dress like? And did you have a date? I took my brother's best friend, who I had a crush on for the entirety of high did school. Did you get lucky? No, because the sister of one of their friends got stood up, and so my date spent the whole night consoling her, and then what came... sort of asshole does that? Yeah, and then came and, did and the... ruins your chance. And then came and did the slow dance with me at the end of the night and then said at the end of the slow dance, bet that made your night. Yeah. And were you, like, emotionally mature enough to go, you're a bit of a dickhead? Yeah, I, did. I was, actually. I was sort of really hurt, but at the same time I went, well, that's an asshole thing to say. Yeah. And what did you wear? More I importantly. Had, I, had, I had had an outfit made. And I did too. Mrs. Gascoigne from around the corner made Yeah, mine, so. From a Butterick's pattern. Uh, yeah, I think mine was a, yeah. And it was a sort of short skirt, 
Um, and then a top with a cowl neck. Sleeveless. Cow necks on big tits is not good, Kim. But no. we probably didn't have them back then. Oh, oh no, they, still don't no, have they, them no, no, they were there. They were there. And then I had a, she made this black jacket for me, which now I was it a bolero jacket? It wasn't because I knew that boleros were no good with boobs. <laughs> but I wanted a jacket, and she it was just like a bot. I was very unhappy with it. Yeah, I was very unhappy with it. But it, and I don't even think it was a step up from my year twelve outfit, which was a Lizzie Collins. Was that the brand? And it was a hot pink taffeta shirt with shoulder pads to rival a gridiron outfit what were the sleeves and like I, oh just they they weren't like puffy puffy but they were puffy yeah to, to the to the elbow to the elbow and then it was a black sort of watermark taffeta skirt oh, with a black heavenly. with a black sash did you wear some hosiery yeah and did you wear a court shoe yes yes they all wore court shoes. Oh, and there was a perm involved. Okay. Well, we're going to have to keep moving right along on the premiere podcast for the slightly overweight sleeving, swearing, sleeveless wearing ladies. Yeah. Um, and we've done the Rob update. So what's on your list? And I've done my list. Actually, before we do on the list, because let's do my serious little rant first so that oh, then we okay. can end on a high. Because right. I know you hate my little serious rants. Come on, hurry up. Okay, so in Queensland in the last sort of week and a half, two weeks, the Queensland government turned around and said, we're going to make the Carmichael mine, um, which is the mine that the massive coal mine they want to do in the Galilee Basin in Queensland. Um, They're going to make that what's called a critical infrastructure project. And what that means is that project, the mine, is now no longer subject to to, um, conventional, traditional... um, uh, courses of action for people who want to appeal decisions or so it basically takes it out of the law the normal court processes so um, you know so a, a, a community action group or um, you know an environmental body can't um, take the decision to court it removes it from that process all right which you know in and of itself I think it has problems um, but when the resources minister, the Queensland resources minister, did a press conference about this, he ended up talking about how the coal industry, the metallurgical coal industry in particular, was a good news story for Australia. Now, I know he's the resource minister and he has to talk up the industry, but this is just, you know, it's just madness at this point in time in, you know, our global climate. Anyway. One of the things he said at the end was that, you know, these big companies are divesting and we're getting lots of new small Australian businesses stepping into the space and that these are the green shoots of the industry, right? Which is quite a unique, you know, it's a turn of phrase that sticks with you. Fast forward a week and the Queensland Resources Council, which is one of the biggest, um, noisiest resources councils in the country, Um, puts out a media release, and in that it talks about the green shoots of the industry. Now, you know... Are you going to get sacked by... No, no, this is just talking... This is stuff that's in the the space. Kim works in this industry, so... Yeah, no, this is stuff that's all on public record and and all, you know, available to access to anyone. But my... um, The reason that I'm raising this is because... It's one of the first times in my job that I've actually felt a little bit um, disillusioned. And it's not that I'm some tree-hugging hippie. It's the notion of a separation between something like an industry association and our arm of government. And that the fact the two of them use the exact same turn of phrase to me rings... There's some collaboration going on. Well, you know, there's someone's in someone's ear. and Anyway, so I'm just telling this story because... um, because I was sort of really disillusioned and, um, and you got itchy neck. I got it. It made my neck itch. And when Kim's neck itch, not all is right. Not all is right in the world. So that's, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you all to bring you down. I'm just telling you because I think it's something interesting to know about. And it's something interesting to know about in a current climate where a lot of our stuff going on, you know, obviously there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of discussion around the plebiscite. And so there is, there are Australian politics that are, that are taking up a lot of airtime, but American politics at the moment is really taking the limelight and being the thing that is discussed. Can you imagine, segue? Yes. Could you imagine if um, one of our politicians was 
recorded saying what Trump said. Yeah. Like, if you think about James Ashby and you think about yeah. uh, Peter Slipper. Yeah. You know, and you think about um, Barry O'Farrell who took a bottle of wine and didn't declare it and it costed him his job. Yeah. How can you get away with saying something like that? I know. Yes. And still be you know, eligible to run. Yes, I know. I know. And I actually, this week, I sort of started to feel... I, this week, I actually I feel like start, we're, 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 we have to move on soon because we're, we're losing we're, punters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what I have to say about that. I just think that... Um, yeah. Well, it's always something I feel with the whole, you know, whatever you think about the Trump-Hillary you know, situation, I always think, what if Hillary was doing that? Yeah. And the and and well, she's you know the recent polls show that she's going to win. Um, yeah, hallelujah, thank the Lord, praise be Jesus, and all the rest of it. <laughs> um, but I'd be very interested to see. Last Monday we had Huffy Puffy. Yes, and Huffy Puffy was quite brutal. And then um, after the trainer Karen left, who we love, yeah. Um, we all said, like, let's all get together at lunchtime and watch the second um, debate. Yeah. And then um, one of the evil Huffy Puffy ladies, her is just fabulous, yeah. said, <laughs> I'll bring lunch. So round here it's kale salad with pomegranate molasses yeah. and shit like that. She bought <laughs> fucking Zinger burgers, didn't oh. she? So we sat there on the couch I in our her. Huffy Puffy clothes, eating the Zinger burger and watching Donald Trump stalk Hillary around I know. that stage. I know. He was, it was, he was like stalking prey. And it was, it was complete intimidatory yeah. tactics. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some grabs of her talking about that afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, saying uh, she could feel him behind her. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Zinger burgers Zinger after burgers, Huffy Puffy. After Huffy Puffy and chips. And I did not partake in the uh, potato and gravy, though. So I'm basically like winning. Well, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't. That I'm was, winning. It was like diet. I'm winning. And I really hope that my Huffy Puffy trainer, Karen, who I'm seeing tomorrow for a boxing session, isn't listening to this tonight. <laughs> okay, we're just going to come back to you after this ad break. Brought yes. to you by no one. No one. And still we wait. I did swear earlier. That's probably knocked us off another couple of sponsors. Yeah, I've got to okay, stop that. Okay. Well, we need to get our people onto those people. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you in a second, Daz. We shall be back. And welcome back. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that ad break from Insert Brand here. I know. That, you know, you must get onto that product. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. We use it all the time. my life. Oh, no. It's like, oh. I, I face every day with new hope. Um, I want to talk about a new thing that I think... Um, okay. So I went to my GP a few weeks ago and he looked up my notes and said, Oh, Mrs. Wig, you're due for a pap smear. And that's just like... It's a, it's a highlight, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's every two years now. And I was like, that's great. And then I got a letter in the post saying I was due for a pap smear and I still didn't book it in. Yeah. And then the other day I got a registered letter from my doctor that I had to sign for saying, basically, if you don't get in here and have a pap smear in the next 10 seconds, I'm going to come to your house and do it there. <laughs> I'm bringing the, what's it called? The specular? The specular? The ducky bag. <laughs> um, which brings me to the point... Is that harassment? No. Is that a good doctor? Yes. Does anyone else get that? I did this week. Really? Yes. I got one too. But I can't imagine that every doctor would I went be to, so vigilant about that. Because I, I went to the doctor like a couple of months back and, you know, the, the whole thing was, you know, I need to have, uh, um, you know, pap smear. And, and then, of course, the timing was out, wasn't it? Oh, right. thanks, thanks, ovaries. Um, and so, yes, so yeah, had to uh, had to do it again. But yeah, that's show me that. So it says, pap test reminder on review of your medical records. I've noticed that your pap test is overdue. Could you please make an appointment by calling the surgery on insert number here to have one done as soon as possible? If you've already had a pap 
test in the last two years, could you contact the surgery on insert number here so that we can update your records? Oh, no, I haven't had one of those. And I, it, I had to sign for it. And if I hadn't signed for it, it they would be coming back every day. Wow. He is shaming me into a pap smear. Actually, that is shaming you into a pap smear. That's um. I've made an appointment though. Well, because they were, soon, sooner or later, he will turn up at my door <laughs> with, with the speculum and say, "Let's do this, bitch." But I actually think that's phenomenally good. I so do, yeah, yeah. Because I had an issue back in the day where I had CIN one, and I had to go and get like the laser on my cervix yes so they've taken special care of me and for that i should be grateful yeah 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 but he then he'll do the boobs and then i'm gonna have to shave and then i'm gonna have to moisturize and then really yeah no i'm very fussy about that i don't want to present a pongy (laughs) panani don't either though do you no no No. i'm actually uh you've got red (laughs) i'm actually going to go i'm going to have the full the full remove oh i'm so interested in that yeah i've never had it and i'm curious oh you're talking about brazilian i'm talking about like getting your uterus taken out oh no no i was going to get my tubes tied like my uh, i'm getting my boobs done are you yeah because i was in um a shop a few weeks ago, I was up at the Gold Coast and I was trying on swimsuits. So I'm trying to get this lady who was very patient and nice. Yeah. And I'm saying like, uh, like you advertise that you specialize in big boobs. Yeah. And like, we've got a situation here. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, nothing I haven't seen before. So I put the first ones on she came in and she went like, oh, what was the word she said? It was like, holy moly. I was boob shamed. That's appalling. So I'm not happy about that on any level. No, it wasn't even holy moly. It was something like... Hi, Karumba. Hi, Karumba. It was like... It was something along those lines. And I was so embarrassed because there was like the husband of someone trying on next door. And I I just wanted to die. And I'm like, yes, they're huge. And I've lost 22 kilos off my body. I have not lost one centimetre off my boobs. Like, they're just big. So I'm getting them lobbed off. I've tried to do it before. His name was Dr. Stretch, and he works out of the Martha (laughs) Hospital. I know, (laughs) Dr. Stretch Marks. And he works out of the Martha Hospital. And when I went for my initial consultation about four years ago... He just told me to go away and lose weight. Well, I've done that. Yeah. And yeah. they're still here. Oh, that's... The only thing I will say is... Holy moly. It was holy moly. No, it wasn't holy moly. Anyway, keep holy talking. Holy guacamole? Keep talking because I'm actually going to look it up now because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> um, uh, I have heard, though, that you can get, like, a boob reduction and then when you go through menopause, they can grow again. Like the hormones and stuff just Are you pump trying and to kill pump, me. Pump them back out. Are you trying to kill me? No, with I'm bad just, news? I'm just giving you a little heads up. Uh, you know what I'd like to do with mine? And look, you know, you know, Mrs. Woog and I are very much about embracing and loving your body in whatever form and shape it takes. But if someone sort of came to me and said, "I'm giving you money solely to do something to your body," what would you have done? I just, it's not so much the size I'm worried about with my boobs. It's that even when I got boobs in fifth grade, my nipples have never pointed upward. They've always been like a, um, what are those sticks that you hold out in front of you to point towards finding water? A turning stick or a... a, No, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's what it is. They've they've been like that. They're like a, they're like a, they're like... I don't know. Anyway, they, they've never pointed Skyward. And what I would really love personally. Holy Toledo. Holy Toledo. Sorry, I've just had to look that up. She said to me, Holy Toledo. So can I just say, that's what I want, is I, I if I could, I would, and, you know, I'd just get them to pull them up so that they pointed that way. But why do we hate them so much? I don't, I don't hate them. And can I just say, my boobs are very effective in the bedroom department. You might want to edit that out <laughs> because your sons might listen to that. No, oh, I just I, I just gross think my sons out. It's, far more it's than the that. one thing. Like, if you don't like yourself, change it. Our friend Lana wrote a piece for News this week, or it was Sydney Morning Herald about her use of Botox. Do it 
if it makes you feel better about yourself, it's just that I'm getting neck spasms, <laughs> back spasms. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. I can't run without like giving myself an injury. Yeah, because yeah. I run so often. Yeah, so these sticks are called a divining rod. That's what my boobs are like. They're like a divining rod. Oh, they I like remember. They like out water. Yeah. In Abfab. They'll start, start quivering like you've got Adina some, used to use that. Except mine is with, with carbs. They're like a divining rod for carbs and wine. And Ad, like... Adina in Abfab used to do that to choose her outfit for the day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's why um, I'm being harassed to get a pap smear this time next week. I'll yeah. be doing it. But this time next week, I'll actually be... In Bali. For how long? I'm just going for a week. We're taking a group of readers, um, Nikki Parkinson from Starling U. Yes. And I are taking a bunch of readers over for a week of, well, we're saying styling, but she does that and I'll do the like. Boozing by the, the pool. The boozing by the pool. <laughs> I don't drink beer as a rule. Yeah. But when I'm in Bali. Do you? I do love I think it's the climate. The climate. You know. At home, like, I I would not drink a beer at all. No. Unless I was in Queensland. I've been drinking beer, which I think is part of the Bumbalati issue. Oh, God, yeah, no. I've got to stop the beer. The burgers probably need to scale back as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just got a really right and the sugar. What did you eat this week that was so awesome? Oh my god, I just ate so much this week. Was that because you're happy? Yeah, and also, yeah, no, yeah, basically. So, Jasper's birthday yesterday, yes. I made um, I made cucumber sandwiches. Do you know how delicious a cucumber sandwich is? Really finely julienne, the whitest of bread. It has to be on white bread. You know, fluffy white bread. Fluffy right, but white bread. Proper butter. Proper butter. Salt. Salt. Yeah. And cucumbers. And then I made chicken sandwiches, which was just a barbecue chook with a bit of uh, with a bit of aioli. <gasps> I know. Pine nuts, a little bit of the stuffing just to give it a little bit of extra flavour. And shallots. Mm. And on, on again on buttered bread. For those who I made don't caramel know, caramel slice, lemon slice. Kim I made an ice is cream cake. a phenomenal cook, and and so, she makes mm. the world's best caramel slice. Yeah, so there was caramel slice. So which I put a packet aside to bring. And did you bring it? No. Why? I forgot it. Sitting on the kitchen, it's sitting on the dining room table. The boys are going to be devastated. Don't tell them. Oh, don't. don't because they said, "What's she bringing? What's yeah, she bringing? What's she bringing?" And they'll come home and go, "What did Kim bring?" I'll be like, nothing. She just... Kim, we're going to have to start to think about wrapping it up. But before we do, what's on your list this week? And explain to the punters hashtag on your list. Okay, so on your list, on the list are things that just make your neck itch. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they can be longstanding or it can just be a particular thing on a particular day. It can be a particular person that's standing in front of you in a line. It can, you know, it really doesn't matter. Uh, and some things that have very long-standing positions on my list, mm-hmm. and then some slow things, walkers, slow walkers, uh, loud talkers, close um, talkers. Yes, close talkers. Oh, jeez, um, talkers. <laughs> which is ironic coming from you. Uh, people who drive along the Waycoast Parkway at seventy-five or seventy or seventy-five kilometres an hour when the speed limit is eighty. And then there are sort of, and, uh, yeah, and, you know, people slow to take off from lights. You know, just the stand. Jetstar. <laughs> Jetstar. <laughs> Always. Flying with Jetstar to Bali next week. I'm already anticipating and so 75 fucking hard There's, a, there's a couple of things on my list this week. My local Woolies, which is basically where I have, you know, I basically make a mortgage payment there every week. Mm-hmm. And the staff know me by name and know my children by name. So we live there, basically. They have removed several products from their shelves over the last couple of weeks for no rhyme or reason. Hate it. That that were staples in our house. Well, that's like them last week. Why? I get, okay, so first world problems, one of my most hated things ever because you're allowed to whinge about things that annoy you, right? Yes, you are. Um, bagels, we're a bagel family, bagel and cream cheese. Yes, we're a bagel family. Yes, they sent soy linseed bagels this week. And it was like, well, that's just offensive. Well, you can't 
And you tick the thing saying substitute, right? Yeah. But you can't substitute like a boiled plain bagel with a soy milk. So unless it's a blueberry bagel, and then all bits are off. Okay, I so love those. Do you? Yeah. So just around the corner from where Rob lives is a bagel house. They do what's called Montreal bagels, and so they're actually cooked in a wood-fired oven. And they are incredible. So next time, next Friday, <gasps> did you I'm hear the Carnegie Deli is closing down? The Carnegie Deli in New York, really? Yes. Why? Because are they all just, old and I no just money think, in yeah, that was just a that was not on a post, by the way. It was just no. Like a, yeah. Um. So, and one of the greatest affronts to me in, in Woolworths doing this is they stock, you know. Maggie Beer's pate. Yep. They stopped stocking Pheasant Farm pate. They've got the other two, but not her signature Maggie Beer's Pheasant Farm pate. Okay, so I can tell you right now that um, Maggie Beer has read my blog. She once sent me an email. Well, she And then her team sent me, like, a case of something called Verju. Oh, Verju. Maggie loves her Verju. I don't even know what it is. I tried to drink it and it tasted disgusting. No, it's like a vinegar. You put it in your Oh, I thought it was wine. No, it's not wine. You put it in like salad dressings and and you mix it. It's sort of like... Anyway, there's a... So, you know, in Indian food, they cook the deal and then they... And even they do this Asian cooking too. I put a glass in it. It was yucky. Yeah, it's like a vinegar. I was thinking, this is really tart, this wine. (laughs) Anyway, she doesn't read my blog, but a PR team does. So, I think that you should... Petition. Mm. Yeah. So who does that? And then there was a particular brand of streaky bacon that they stocked. And they had <gasps> it in the 500 gram and the 250 gram. And now they don't stock the 500. I have 500 children, 250 gram. One of my kids will eat that like as an entree to bacon and eggs. Which bacon was it? It's the door. Uh, the door uh, Is it blue and white package? Uh, it's the best bacon ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Mm. I'm so... It's I'm a so, South Australian bacon. I'm so pissed at them. Yeah, no, that would be annoying. Um, and, and there's a few other things they've done as well. And and I, But I can't bring myself to go up to the front counter and complain because I cannot be that person. But I can sit here and whinge on my podcast about it. That okay. 17 people listen to. Yeah, that's right. The um, power of the people, my friend. But that's only the start of my on the list regarding the oh, supermarket geez. this Okay, week. we've only got a few minutes left, so start to wrap it up. You know those new... Well, they're sort of new. They've been around for a little while. My hatred of them has been growing. The trolley, the, the baskets, but they're actually like a little trolley. So yeah, they're shit. They're, you know, and you pull them along. They're on wheels. It's like people, short, sort your shit out. Get a trolley or take a basket. Not this in-between nonsense. Yeah, I don't like them. They remind me of when I was a primary school teacher and I would... Um... I would take all my resources in on one of those. Uh, Not such a fan. No. Um, and your car radio. What's going on with so your car radio? my car radio decides if it rains. And can I just pause there? Yeah. Can you explain to the punters about the Berry Bus? <laughs> what, that it has plastic flooring? It's the sexiest car you've ever seen. So it really, it really, if you, if you need a mood killer, like if you've got a, if you've got a partner that wants to throw the leg over every other day, I will lend you the berry bus and just drive around in that for a while and they'll just go, yeah, okay, I'm done. It's such a, like, seriously, it's, uh, we, yeah. Uh, but we bought it when I was pregnant with Grover and I was like, I so want a Grover car. Grover was number four. four. I was like, I want a car with plastic flooring and so spew, spew, like, and we also we live, yes, spew, and also we live near the beach, and I hate how sand, sand in car yes. carpet you can't yeah. ever yeah, get you it out. Never can. And um, and I also want it so that they can't touch each other, so they can't physically. It was big enough so that they can't physically you, touch each once other. Once you'd done your research, what was the car that came up? The very bus. Well, what is that car? It's a Volkswagen Transporter. It actually came out just around the same time as the fancy version of the transporter, which is the the. Um, Does it ever break down? Never, never, except for when I let it run out of petrol because it goes way below <laughs> zero, which it doesn't. That's just that's just fun though. No, it never has. So it's it's almost ten years old. It's got a ding in every single panel. But why would you even bother getting it fixed? Well, that's I I'm not. I'm not one of those people. Tell you, I'm not. I'm not one of those car people. That's Mr. Just like Wig is one of those people. Oh my god! One day I backed the car into um, his surfboard rack, 
Yeah. And an explosion went off like I've never heard before because I had just backed it in slowly. Normally you go in front in, yeah. but I backed it in and the whole glass panel exploded. Oh, my God. I thought I was being attacked. Yeah, you thought terrorists. it was like... Because <laughs> if a terrorist was going to plant a bomb in Sydney... Yeah, they yeah. would do it in my yeah. in my garage. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really recovered from the shock of that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if someone even just dings it, he takes it to the panel beaters. I know. I just like... I'm like, I don't give a shit like no i'm not a car person no i'm like does it get me from a to b mm. but i must say when rob you know whose flat looks like a display home like there's just you could walk in and go no one lives here it's just like literally yeah. a display that's weird um you know he gets in the car like he'll open the back door to put his bag in because he won't like he, i don't know he just does i'm like why don't you just put it on your feet at your feet at the, in the floor on the floor in the front but <gasps> he puts it in the back mr Wood does that too and um it's and he'll, very strange and it is a it is a it is a proud day, people, when Rob opens the back sliding door to put his bag in and milk, you know, and, and water bottles and umbrellas and shoes don't actually fall out at him. And I actually did get a bit embarrassed about it at one point and, and sort of tidied and got stuff out and, you know, and he noticed. I've been in the Berry Bus a few times. It's always been a very jovial event. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, riding in some sort of... <laughs> It is. Did I tell you about? You remember Mr. BMW? Yes. So you know we got hot and heavy in his stunning top of the line. You know, latest just BMW. Don't, don't do well, it neither. Do, oh, look, I saw it hit you on the boob. Um, well, they're hard to miss. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you know, I'm not a car person either. But you suddenly put me in a top of the line convertible BMW with the promise of a bit of action, and I was suddenly like, yeah, this is pretty hot. Anyway, he dropped me back at my car, and I was like. It, it, it's like when the kid, you know, you drop your kids at school and they want you to drop a few blocks back. Oh, so, yeah. so I'm just like, oh, he's fine. And he goes, oh, is that your car? And I go, no, no, I'm a bit further down, but this is fine. And he goes, no, no, I'll drop you at your car. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> and so he drives and he pulls up beside and I go, this is it. And he was like, oh my God, we could have had friends over. <laughs> He sounds fun, but I think you he ended up with fun. the right person. Oh, I so ended We're up with going the right to start to wrap it up now, but I just want to tell you one quick story, Kim. Yes. Um, ten years ago, I had a baby who was born fairly deaf. Yes. And for the last few years, I've been um, working with Loud Shirt Day for the Shepherd Centre. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of something I could do differently this year and... Was, loud undies? Loud undies. Shush. Um, I was walking the other day and I was thinking, what can I do? Because every year I've got to come up with something new. Yeah. And it's hard because I just I just want to raise... You, that's right. You want to... Raise... $1,000. That's yeah. all I want to raise. And yeah. my community have been amazing at doing it. So um, I sent a email off to a very famous caftan designer... Yeah. Um, in the last couple of days because my thoughts is that mm. I will, like, give away a caftan to everyone. If you, if you donate a dollar on Friday, this Friday coming up, yeah. you will go into the draw to win a caftan. And I haven't heard back from them. And you know what? I don't even really care because I'm going to buy a caftan for one wow. person who donates to Loud mm. Shirt Day on Friday, this coming Friday, which is the 21st. Okay. And um, I'm excited. Loud it's Shirt just, Day. Loud Shirt Day. Um, the Shepherd Centre uh, is the reason that my kid is, is the most where amazing is that? Yeah. kid. And, you know, you've got a kid with special needs and yeah. you know how important this sort of stuff is. Yeah. So... On Friday, I'm going to ask everyone to donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, yeah, a hundred dollars, if you're rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the following Friday, I'm going to randomly pick one person, and they can go to the Camilla website and choose what they want, and I will personally really? pay for that. Yep. You're not putting a price limit on it. No, no, no. Anything. Two dollars. Like no, no, but like like on the Camilla site. No, well, I haven't heard back from them, so I'm going to oh, pay okay. for it myself. Okay. This is, I really... It's your thing. It's, it's my thing. It is. Like, I will... It's fire in the belly, passion, 
you know, this this helped it, it, you on your darkest oh, days gosh, with your this, son. This was the absolute. Yeah, they saved my life in yeah. more ways than one. Yeah. And their government funding's being dropped, but more and more <laughs> kids... surprise. More and more kids are being diagnosed with it. And, you know, I go often to speak to groups of mums with newborn babies on their laps yeah. with tiny little hearing aids, and they're crying. And oh, I just... I, it's just... My heart. It's just the most important thing. It is. So I... Um, ask you to come visit my website and i normally wouldn't be such a horror on this podcast but no no on friday come and uh read come and donate get in the uh a chance to go in the drawer and i will buy you a camilla caftan do you know uh i don't own a camilla never have everyone should have one i'm not sure for me because I don't really do pattern. Mm. So I'm not, I, I'm nervous. I would need people to come with me to go. I will come works. with you. If you donate and you win, <laughs> which you can't because we have a conflict of interest. Um, but anyone else. If we, should t- we should totally do a podcast segment of us in like, you know, of us shopping. Oh, no, we'll just fight the whole time. No, I reckon it'd be really good. Okay. Westfield, if you're listening, come on board. Yeah. Um, anyway, with that, we're going to wrap up. So, everyone, up. get on board. Loud Shirt Day, it's very, it's a really good cause. Yeah. It, you know, it, these, these organisations, you know, when you, have a, when you have a kid where something's not doing what it's meant to be doing and you have an organisation like that that steps in and goes, it's going to be Okay. okay. You can't beat it. You have to do whatever you can to, you know. And I will forever be indebted yeah. to them. Yeah. They changed our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that cheerio, so no, but you could win a Camilla Caftan. I'm going to pay for it myself because despite my emails to them, I haven't been heard yet. But if they come back to me, they can actually All give it off. away. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've you've been listening to the Wurgenberry podcast episode fifteen for the sleepless, slightly obese, sleepless women. Yeah, and we'll be back in two weeks when I will report on the barley, barley. This is due in that next two weeks. And Kim wearing a single. Oh yes, me wearing sleepless shirt, and I shall also the two pillows I put on. Cheerio guys, thanks for coming. Goodbye you gorgeous people. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.